Hi everybody, we're back again. Starting us off today was Ellie Marcus with Chelik Shili. This is Kiddush Club, the podcast. And interestingly, we're doing, for the first time ever, we're doing this podcast in person. Yeah, so we usually do it uh, remotely. We use Zoom. Yeah, as... it's video. It's video Zoom. We can see each other, but, you know, we're not together. Exactly. Now we're together. And uh, you may have noticed a lot of different, you know, our podcasts, very often the sound is different from one to the other. And that's because we're testing different microphone setups. Uh, we don't have our studio complete yet. But, but I'm going to do a tweet like that. Like, uh, it started here. Not how, well, what's those tweets that they do? This is how it started. This is how it's going. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And like show the, the just the microphones, the different yeah, for setups sure. that we're doing. That we're just trying yeah. just to make it comfortable. Eventually, we're hoping to have our studio set up. And uh, at that point, we're going to start doing video, I think, right? Calm down. No? Calm down. <laughs> we're going to need... A lot of requests. If you requested people, we'll consider it. And a lot of alcohol. What do you want to go on video for? Yeah. I don't think anyone really wants to see either of us, to be honest. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> All right. What do we have going on? Wow. There's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, we wanted to try to release this before Yontav. Well, this is going to get released before Yontav. Happening. Right. Well, what's happening in the world? Obviously, the big is the big deep, deep into yeah. this Gaza Israel conflict. A lot to be said about it, but not really because it's just more of the same. How, this just happens every couple of years. Yes, I. I but I, I think there is. It's not totally more of the same. I think uh, first of all, Israel has the uh, the treaties and the the Abraham Accords with. A bunch of Arab states. What so, do with anything? if anything, they're rethinking it. What, what, like, right, right. So, so we made so much progress for the last four years under Trump, uh, and we're watching it really all unravel right now. So, to me, I'm waiting to see. Is the United Arab Emirates going to say anything? You know, this is Ramadan, so like they're well, all united in this. I don't think that that's true. Sorry, I don't think that that's true. There was nothing that changed. With the Arab-Palestinian-Israel uh, relationship during the Abraham Accords that they said, okay, now we'll do it. Okay, Nothing you, happened. You are aware that there was a meeting of the Arab League, right? Okay. To condemn Israel, etc. You, of... you mean now? Yeah, like two days ago. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. See, I'm just busy watching videos. By the way, like WhatsApp and even Twitter... These apps have ruined my attention span. Like, I cannot watch more than a 20-second video. Like, I'm relieved when a video has 20 seconds or 25 seconds on it. If this is a two-minute video, I panic, and then I start scrubbing with my finger. Like, I can't <laughs> – I don't want to. I don't want to watch two and a half minutes. Well, that's, what, it's like that's why you have me, to, you, to boil it down. If you capture me from the beginning – I'm yours. But usually that's not how it goes. So the Arab League on Tuesday condemned the Israeli airstrikes on Gaza. They didn't condemn, doesn't seem like they condemned Hamas for shooting over a thousand rockets. I have to tell you something. I, I keep, you know, you made fun of me before because I, I made the statement. But like when, like wouldn't it be great if everybody could just realize that Hamas is the enemy? Like Palestinians don't want to live under Hamas. They don't. Well, I don't know how true that is. I don't know how true that is. First of all, they elected Hamas. Let's start Let's, with that. Okay, they elected. Are we going to pretend that that was a free and fair election? Because mm, okay, so I'm not feeling it. At, at minimum, mm. uh, Abbas and the Palestinian Authority were pushing just as hard their fraud. So you're saying they defrauded better than the PA? And okay, and so on, there's what there's what to be said. Let me just make this one point. Wait, wait, don't make the okay. point because I'm just I'm I'm a little bit lost. Fine. There's the Gaza Strip, okay? 
And that's where Hamas rules. Then there's the PA. They're in a different part. Where are they? Like, They're in the West like, Bank. Right, the West Bank. Yes. Correct. So that's like Nablus and Jenin and like all those hard to pronounce or whatever Arab. Yes. Whatever. Neighborhoods, by the way. Yes. And they have like, I always wonder, like, do they have, do they have hotels and like yes. resorts? <laughs> like, I don't know. You have Leash, the Marriott Jenin, like, or the Marriott Nablus. Welcome. We hope you'll enjoy your stay. Will be explosive. No, no, no. Delete. Delete that. That's, that's not no, no, politically. No, no, no. That's not politically correct. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just. They're I lost two my whole training thought now. They're two different areas, is all I'm saying. Yes, yes. They and, are. and I feel like the PA, I feel like they're much more legitimate. They're legitimate, like things go. They, they have police and firefighters. You know what I'm saying? We would come put out your fire, but don't worry. <laughs> so, like, I feel like the PA is a lot more legitimate. Yeah, whatever, Abbas, and whatever, that was... Whatever, yeah, so, it's a, there's a lot to be desired. Yeah, so, but at the end of the day, it's a government, it seems more legitimate. And then you go to Hamas, and they're always starting trouble. That's how I feel. Okay, I don't so, know if I'm right. Like, this is no, completely you're uneducated not, you're not, action. You're not totally right. You're not totally right. So let's let's go through it for a second. Israel in 2005 unilaterally pulled out of Gaza without any t- sort of agreement. They said, we're out. Why? Because theoretically it was supposed to help sorry, the peace process. Who pulled out of Gaza? Israel. Okay, yeah, that, that I know. Okay, so Israel pulls out of Gaza in, in 05. Uh, they announced it in 03. They pulled out in 05. Yeah, uh, that was like a big deal. It was a big deal. Like, it was like, unilateral. You remember we used no, to get, like, we used to have the Ali Katif. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was like videos and like, like, like these, yes, like sad. Yes, yes, so yes, sad. yes, and, yes. And it was sad. It was really sad. Right. But, so, so but that was that's the past. So they got this whole Gaza script. Right. But now at that point, there was an there was there were elections there in the Gaza Strip. Now before that, it was just Abbas and Fatah. I want to pronounce it the way they pronounce it. Fatah. Fatah. Wow, that was really yeah. That was, <laughs> it was good. hardcore. I went that hardcore. Was good. And and Hamas, they actually say. Hem- Hamas. That's how they say Hamas. If you if you see any Who of the interviews, are you? <laughs> so they were elected. Hamas was elected, and there are many people who believe, among them Ben Shapiro, that uh, you know uh, Abbas announced that he was going to have elections because he's been he was supposed to have a four year ter- term, and he's like president for like seventeen years now. Yeah, I think that's how it goes. Like Yasser Arafat was the same. Exactly. The last one. So I but think that, no, say, they were polling, even, and, he, and 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 I, I think Hamas was going to beat him. Wait, who's the Hamas president? Do they it's, have a it's Ismail Haniyeh? I feel yeah. like he's he lives in Qatar. Yes, he lives in Qatar. Yes, yes, because he's scared. Starting to see the illegitimacy of this government. He's super scared. If he's anywhere in Israel, they're taking him out. The fact that they didn't take him out in Qatar, I'm not sure how or why. But yeah, he's he's afraid for his life. But I just don't understand what the end game is. Is there an end game in anyone's mind in that entire government of no. Hamas that says, well, yes. "Yeah, we're gonna get them." Yeah, no, they're we're end- so close. We're so close. <laughs> they're end we're game. going to do it. We'll have thousand rockets now. We go. We can do it. Like what is? Yeah, I just want yeah. to understand. Well, they, they have one goal, and that's the total eradication of Israel. I, 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 and that's Iran's goal. So, and Iran is the one who is uh, supporting them. And it's interesting because you have all these these groups in the United States and abroad talking about how it's a humanitarian crisis in Gaza. They can't get medical supplies. They can't get food. And yet, 
yet they're able to get thousands upon thousands of rockets from Iran. Mm. So where exactly is the crisis? Can we all admit now that there is no crisis? There's a crisis because the crisis is Hamas. So I'm saying, Hamas. So when you have normal Palestinian people that are looking to raise a family. I, I don't want. I don't want to take part in your fight. I don't care about that. I want to raise my kids. So then, don't elect. I want to, don't I want elect them terrorists. To don't elect terrorists. You know what would be a good idea? Maybe it's not exactly like who is the free and fair guy that lost out? Who is the guy that got up and said, "I will promise you a better tomorrow for your children." And they said, mm, we don't want that. There is none. And that's you know what? what? That's my point. Yes. So there is nobody running on a ticket that says, I will make your life better. They're right. all getting on a ticket and saying. Well, that's because you can't run on a ticket. If you get, if you try to run on a ticket, what, what happens when you try to run on a ticket in Russia? Look at what's his name? Navalny? Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we spoke about him before. Yeah. So look what happened to him. Well, oh, he's oh, going. I mean, he's the Energizer Bunny. I mean, they poisoned <laughs> him and he's just yeah. back for more. Yeah, it's crazy. And then he went on a hunger strike, which, by <laughs> the way, by the way, hunger strike, I just want to get into that for a second. I don't know how those work. Yeah, that's not for me. Like, <laughs> it's not no, for just, us. Maybe it's just like not a Jewish thing. Like, I, there's no chance that I'm going to like starve my own self. If you put a bobka in front of me and it's like been 16 hours, I I, I just don't know how that's possible. <laughs> what am I going to be like? Nope. Mm-hmm. No, not I, until my demands are met. I will not touch this bobka. No, and could like, you? How does that go? Imagine that they come into Putin's office and they go. I'm not going to try to do the accent, but they tell him, you know, Navalny's on a hunger strike, Mr. President. And what does he, what does he respond at that point? Let him die. I don't care. <laughs> exactly. He did to himself. He's good. Yeah. So He's like, good optics. He has borders. I don't, I don't understand what their, what their plan is. But I so, No, I just don't get the hunger strike altogether. Wait, but speaking of Putin. Like, it's a thing. I, hunger strikes are a thing. Yes. Like people yes. get their demands met. It's like, oh my God, he's not eating. Let's just, Oh my God, he's not eating. So I, just because we mentioned Putin, I saw a great meme mm-hmm. on the Gaza um, the Gaza situation. This is a Hebrew meme? Are you yeah, it's, a, Hebrew it's meme? a Hebrew meme. And I'm passing it on to you. Now that we're in person, I could just show on screen what I'm looking at. And Tainly as Yisrael No, no, but you, no, no, it's got to be Putin. Tainly as Yisrael is Gag. I don't know what any of this means. I'm so sorry. I mean, I have better Hebrew than the Ura Hebrew. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, yes. Which is now a total genre, you know? like We need a word for that. Like Spanish, English, or Spanglish. We need like Ura like, Hebrew is like Uribru. Ubru. 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 It's, it's for sure a thing. This is, this is going to like work. Like any lo yachol, um, um, ani. Lo uh, Yachalnu. Like, yeah. This is Lashon Hara. Way, this is bordering on Lashon Hara. No, it isn't. They did it in front of, I don't know, 100,000 people. Okay. Some say that they know how to really speak and they're just doing oh, it. For the, for that would the, be genius. They're just trolling the entire Jewish world. Oh, that's genius. If they did that, that is genius. But I, I you know, I don't know. I have my doubts. Have my doubts. <laughs> <laughs> have my doubts. <laughs> but yes. Back to the hunger strike. Yeah, I can't do hunger strikes. I think I don't think any Jews can do hunger strikes. You slap a kugel in front of the guy, hunger strike over. Yes. You know? <laughs> it's got to be overnight, but it is. Exactly. Well. If, but you know what? It has to be that they work. Otherwise, why would people be doing them? I am just. Didn't Assange also is, did a hunger strike? This is my question. Before he spread feces How on the walls. hunger strikes? What? Yes, yes. That's, oh when they went in. What is he, like a monkey? Like, when they went in to take him out. I think the what was it Ecuador the Ecuadorian embassy Ecuador. when they finally allowed the police to come in uh it was because he was doing all these crazy things and among them he was 
yeah, spreading his own feces. Do we need to put like a parental guidance suggested on this podcast? I think you just, you, I think you just put us <laughs> at 17 plus. I don't know what you're doing, man. Oh, no. Like when what, Apple, you know, you have to like say if, if this podcast is okay for kids. And, and up until now, it has been. Yeah. So, yeah but I think so you just took us I, to the next I level. I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that. I mean, I don't know what these people in Ecuador were thinking or like... There is no way I am going in there. Okay? <laughs> Do you understand? Look what's on the walls. No, yeah. They... Mira. <laughs> so when some of these, you know, you're, you're doing the these fake interviews, but they have they have real recorded of some of the people who went in and they talked about the smell and they talked about how horrible it was. It's not, it wasn't a joke. I mean, I prefer not to think about it. So I'm just like, that's not my job. So like somebody has that. You know, it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. Like, 100%. I don't even want to think about it. Next. Here's my question. How much of what's going on in Israel <clears throat> is to be blamed on the Biden administration? I don't like to lay, like, assign blame on people or things at the end of the day. Look. Well, you're, a, you're aware that he gave them, he, he released $300 million to them. Yes. By the way, there was a tweet like that that we put out. Yes. That said, this looks like a pyramid scheme because you've got... United States paying for the Iron Dome missile system and then giving Gaza money, which they're clearly using to purchase rockets and shoot them. And make tunnels. That are going to be, this is, by the way, this is what's called a Biden pyramid scheme. You lose-lose. In every direction you lose. I smell Hunter Biden. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, <laughs> no, I'm saying at, at, at the end of the day, what do you get out of it? There's nothing to be, like, this. it just, it seems so ridiculous. That's to me. Agreed. Agreed. Have you seen the uh, the tweets from the squad and what's been going on with the squad and what's no, going on I in New York? Well, don't I'll tell care. you. So, you know, Ilhan Omar, who, who uh, you know, one of the leaders of the squad has been... I really don't even like... I feel like calling them that only gives them more legitimacy. Yeah, the squad. I hate that name. Yeah, I'm with you. Next. So... AOC uh, plus three, do me a favor. Yeah, well, they obviously have come out and they're just tweeting misinformation, just lies... We all know that this started because a bunch of people in Gaza, they've been fighting a legal battle for, I think, over 20 years to uh, evict these people who are squatting, even though... Who are you talking about? Who's squatting? What? What's happening? <laughs> okay. So what's the name of that uh, Israeli town? Sharm Jakar or something? I forgot the name of it. It's not Sharm el-Sheikh. No, no, no. They, I know what you're talking about. A bunch, just... of, bunch, of, bunch of Arab squatters. Israel bought the land years ago mm -hmm. and they have not paid rent and you know what? i never followed up on that i don't know i didn't know what that it came up once or this twice. is this is what started the whole thing they've been fighting a legal battle but they're totally squatting this is land that was bought legally okay. and these people have been living there for let's say 20 years and they finally they've, they've been in legal battles and they lost they lost through the regular legal process and they refused to leave. And now Israel was going in and evicting them and started all these riots. And that's what started this whole thing. And they're going in and tweeting about how Israel's evicting the poor Palestinians from their homes. And that's that's the problem. When in fact, it was a regular legal case, totally legal case. And they're going in. They're trying to influence the American uh, opinion against Israel. Based I'm trying on to find the name of this town. And it's not working because I don't have anything to search. It's like, if you don't know the term, how do you search it? Here. So who gets it first? Let's see who gets it. No. Sheikh Jara. There it is. There. By the way, I don't know how I won you on yeah, that. You beat me. You didn't yeah. win me. You beat me. I don't know what the difference is. I won. That's incorrect grammar. So Sheikh Jara 
and the renewed Israeli-Palestinian violence. That is just the top story that came up when I did the Google search. And that's evictions in Jerusalem become focus of Israeli-Palestinian conflict. So you're saying that it was a legal thing. Yes. Yes. They did nothing wrong. These were squatters. These are total squatters. And, uh, and now they got sympathy and... and, and I guess from the from Hamas. Yes, really from no. Hamas is where they're. The, 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 it's not Hamas. People, listen, the point Hamas is, lives in Gaza. Yes, Omar and Talib are using this. Um, they're they're misconstruing the information, uh, and I don't know if you saw, but uh, right now the upcoming mayoral race in New York, uh, the two front runners are Adams and Yang. Yang, you know, was the guy who ran for president. Yeah, he was a contender. And, By the way, I have to tell you, I like the guy. It's, no. he's a likable person. Uh, Look. He it looks like he wants to get stuff done. What could I tell you? And I feel like a lot of Asians are like that. They just get to work. You know what I mean? He's gonna get on watch it. yourself. I'm trying watch yourself. I'm trying to be politically correct. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. He's an Asian guy who's super wealthy, to me, very likable, and I know he's gonna get to work. He, I know he's gonna get stuff done. He also wants to give uh, you know, guaranteed minimum uh income, which means like so you know how people don't want to go to work? You see how the uh, unemployment, the numbers were like terrible, yeah. 266,000 instead of 1.5 million. He, uh, I can't imagine why people are not looking for jobs, <coughs> stimulus. Can't imagine. Right. Yeah, because if you're getting money from the government for free, you're not going to look for a job. So Yang is part of these, you know, group that believes that the whole country should have a minimum, guaranteed minimum income. Why are you against that? And who, Who's working? Do millennials need more reason not to work? Right. <laughs> Seriously? Okay. So Valid Yang, point. Valid point. Yang tweeted about the, uh, and I'm pulling it up on screen here. Yang tweeted about uh, the what was going on in Israel. And he, he was- tweeted his support for it. And then super, people got mad. Super support. And they went crazy on him. Uh, Ted Cruz actually tweeted, you know, bravo said, to Yang. giving him a yeshakayach, you know, on bravo to Yang. Exactly. Yang is the front runner. And- he walked it back now, and he said, "You know, this is well, he's uh, not the front runner anymore. I feel like Adams is now the front runner. I, I hope so because uh, I do like Adams. Really? Yeah, I like Adams more okay. than Yang. I actually met him. Yeah, I met Adams. Really? When are we going to tell us this? <laughs> like, you just going to wait to the end of the show? <laughs> I was at an event. Uh, I met him, and he was, in my opinion, super. You know, super pro. You know, supportive of the Jewish." Uh, situation in New York. And so I like Adams a lot. I thought it was nice when Yang did it. But the point is, is that he got canceled. Yang got canceled in one second. And it was by the AOC plus three gang. And that's what they are. They're a gang. The point is, Omar gets away with anything she wants, especially because she's Muslim and she throws it in everybody's face. And you know what? She's probably cranky too, because this is happening in Ramadan. Yeah, so I don't know if she. I don't know if she's from. By that's the way. another point. Another point is that all this is happening while they are fasting, and it's thirty days of fasts, which we don't have anything like that. I mean, we have like two days that are killer that you start from the fast from the night before, and then that's it. Like, leave me alone. The rest of my year is good. Right. But these guys have thirty days, and by the way, it falls out all over the calendar. It yes. can fall out when you know why. Because they have three, they, they go by the moon. By the moon only. They don't right. they don't fix like we do. Only moon. We put leap years. They don't put leap years. So their months. Ramadan the leap whole months. year becomes a leap yeah, yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Sorry. Because they had eleven days. Yes. So you don't have 
It can fall out at any time. So it can fall out when sunsets at like four o'clock and those are the quiet years. It's like, (laughs) that's it. And by the way, they also don't do any sunset. There's no Shkia. I mean, there's Shkia and then there's no Benashmashis and Rabbeinu Tam. Could you imagine if they have to wait for like Rabbeinu Tam to eat? They're fasting 30 days straight. The fest is over. (laughs) But anyway, sunset comes, they can eat. The years that it falls out early, it's four o'clock and they're good. But you have a year like this and sunset's like eight o'clock. People are cranky. You understand? For sure. They, I mean, they just want to eat. So I, there's no way that that doesn't add to this tension. You understand? You put a bunch of cheesecakes strategically placed, you might have a different situation. Yes. And I believe we tweeted that. Yes. Indeed, we did. Could you imagine if we, <laughs> between the hunger strikes and the uh, and the uh, Ramadan fasting, how would Jews be able to... How would we There's do it? There's a reason why we have this culture. It's yes. just the whole thing is food-based yes. so that everybody's in a good mood. <laughs> and I think am I, I might be misremembering, but I think Ramadan ends with a Kedis Yishmael, right? This is uh, Intel. I don't know. Yeah. So, I don't know about it. So, you know, the the, the Eid, uh, I think, uh, let me see if I can pronounce it right. Eid al-Fatr? I don't know. Maybe I'm trying. This is, this is I'm trying. pay grade. This I, is... I, I believe it's either this one or it's a different one, but they celebrate. So they believe that it was Yishmal who Avram Avinu sacrificed or, you know, attempted to attempted to sacrifice. And they they mark it. If you ever seen like pictures or video of like they're holding like knives and cutting their heads and bleeding. You know what I'm talking yes, about? Yes, I've seen that. Yes, that, that's that. what they're commemorating. So that's once a year they do that. Yes, they believe that. They basically just take it from us, and they they say that it was Yishmael that that Avram Avinu did that keder with. And but then, what does that have to do with this holiday? Like at the end of Ramadan, and Ramadan is a different time. Doesn't it, does it not signify? Like, is it not a time of year? So I'm looking it up now. So it's actually a different. It's Eid al Adha. Nobody. They cares. slaughter an animal to commemorate <laughs> Abraham's Nobody sacrifice. Cares. No, I think it's crazy. I think it's crazy. Day, it's just Ramadan. Yeah. And they're getting, and again, I don't know about you, but I'm not in the best of moods when I'm not eating. Yes. I got to eat. Agreed. I got to eat. Agreed. But you know what? I think one good thing that came out of this is, you know, so many people I speak to, they're like incredulous, you know, like a oh, thousand rockets and, and how do we live like this? And look what's going on in New York City. We know there were, you know, protests and people getting beat up. And we have to remember we're in Gullis. Agree. We forget that. Yeah, but you know what? There's a point. You know, it's great, but that's not the answer to everything. And what I mean is, that's not an excuse for anything. And what? We have to remember in Gullis, oh, and, and and what? Just allow Jews to get beaten up? Absolutely not. No, I, I didn't Absolutely say that. I didn't not. say that. But well, what's your point? What is your my, point? My point is, is that we get very comfortable. And, you know, on, on Tisha B'Av, we, it's hard. Like, oh, how do you how do you mourn? Oh, everything's so great. And you know what? Now you could now you could mourn. You see what's going on. We we saw what happened on on Lagbaimer. You know the this is what we're mourning. It's a purely intellectual point that you're making, which is great, but it doesn't have any practical applications today. I don't like. Okay, it does. No, it doesn't. It has no practical application. There's not. I'm not going to look the other way when someone beats up a, a, I, of a, a, course a Jew not. in the street. Of course not. Hundred yeah, percent. By the way, that is the greatest. Thing. <laughs> does that still work? Of course it works. It really does. You gotta go deep into Williamsburg. Really, like, really? it's not working as well. <laughs> you go hops and be like, excuse me, what? I've never seen it in action. Have you ever seen a hopsim in I've action? I've seen a video. I've seen really? a video of a hopsim, and then just regular Hasidim just walking on the street, and they just they, they don't know. They just hear hopsim, they jet, 
They just keep, they just fly down the street. I, I we should really we should go on location and just try it. Yeah, but by the way, if you do a false chapsim, they beat the daylights out of it. Really, and you deserve it. Yes, you deserve it. You cannot cry wolf. They won't. They won't accept it. Right. So I'm not. I'm not saying not to defend and not to. Of course, you know, there's a mitzvah to defend yourself. There's a mitzvah to kill someone who comes to kill you. But my point is, is we look at the world. Everyone's against us. These guys are shooting rockets. Could you imagine? Imagine Mexico shot one rocket into Texas. You know, like <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I heard that so many times. Right. And because yeah, it's so I ridiculous. Don't... It's so insane. You know, Felipe, our old friend. Imagine, you know, he shoots a rocket into Texas. This was a mistake. I please, I'm so sorry. Please don't kill me. Please don't do anything. Doing. <laughs> You know, and imagine it's a thousand rockets, you know? So, so my point is that's a reminder that we are in Gullus. We're in Gullus and those, those rockets, you know, and, and being afraid and people waking up their children at 3 a.m. to run to a bomb shelter. It's horrible. It's unconscionable. That's horrible. There's things we have, we have to worry about in this country also. It's not not smooth sailing, even as far as America goes, especially in this new administration and what's going on in our own country. Right. So I mean, you heard about this gas shortage. Yes. Right. Yes. And that's it's it didn't hit the well. It didn't hit me. I have a Tesla, so I'm good. Oh yeah. By the way, (laughs) no, I don't have a Tesla. (laughs) (laughs) But but the but we need uh, a word for like Tesla snobs. No, there needs to be a word. It didn't really hit the tri-state, but in some of the more southern states, they have a complete gas shortage. And by the way. First of all, there's people putting gas in bags. Now, how? What? Uh, how? What? I don't know, but that's what the C, like, uh, not the CDC, like some, I don't know, some, some organization is saying, like, reminder, please do not put gas in bags. What, like a Ziploc bag? I don't know. H- how does this Ziploc, work? What is it, like a Costco bag or a shopping bag? Like, could, I, I don't even understand it. And then I started thinking, like, wait, why is that such a bad idea? Like, Okay, perfect way to transport gas is a bag right over your shoulder, right? <laughs> and then, so first of all, I read on it, I read up on it, and the gas could eat through some plastic. Yes, some I was just going to say that. Some plastic. Say. Not all plastic. There are plastics that can work. Could you imagine walking with that plastic bag over your shoulder yeah, and you it starts to eat in? stick to it. And then it starts eating through the plastic and you get covered in gasoline? Yeah, that's dangerous. That's that, not good. That could burn you. Yes, but besides for that, like, why isn't this a thing? Like, bag of gas. Like, why is that not? Like, vending machines. Yeah, go, like you... vending machines, yeah, Walmart, Costco, Target. Like, get a bag of gas. And wait, it's $5 for the gallon bag. And then, look, if gas goes up, then you win. You know, and then everyone hoards the bag of gas. And if gas stays down, then the bag of gas stays on the shelf. But I feel like that's a thing. Wait, but it wasn't – it's not all bad news, by the way. Did you see that the CDC now says that if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear masks indoors? I mean, basically, the continue, community <laughs> Continue doing what you're doing. It. Keep at it, people. Continue doing what you're doing. But does that mean if I go shopping now, I don't have to wear a mask? That's what I want to know. When I go into stores, do I have to wear a mask? I don't have the answer for you. I don't want to wear a mask. I think we have – you know, it's very funny because we spoke about this maybe in our first podcast. Yes. Did we? I think Shopping we did. with the mask on? Yes, I think we did, right? I'm I'm masked out. I mean, I can't I, I'm with anymore. you. I'm with you. So can I now go in and not wear rule. a mask? I don't know the rule. I looked it up. It doesn't specify. It doesn't specify because each store can do what they want. Oh, that's yeah, true. The store is, is – No, no, no. Is it, their own policy. Is that true? 100%. Private property. You want the right – 
or privilege of shopping in my store, put the mask on. Okay, so there's only one way to find out. It's to go to a store unmasked. No, you don't go. I promise you, you can't miss it. There's going to be a sign on that door. Yeah, but the sign. Masks only. Does that? No, no, no. You have to abide by the sign. Well, speaking of shopping, I actually was shopping this morning in a Jewish store, shall remain nameless, and the guy in front of me, so I'm waiting at the, the, the checkout line, and the guy in front of me had no less than 10 cheesecakes. Hmm. Yes. Who was shopping? It is who was shopping, clearly, but 10 ch- cheesecakes? 10? What? I don't How know. much cheesecake can you eat? I'm sure it wasn't for him. Maybe he has a big family. Okay, but come on. There was there was maybe a thousand dollars worth of cheesecakes there. What do you want? A limit on cheesecakes? You want like a first of all, there's no mitzvah. There's no mitzvah to eat cheesecake on Shavuos. Mistake. Wrong. (laughs) There is a mitzvah. Hundred percent. Ah, let's cheesecake. Mini Yisrael din. Cheesecake. Yeah, that's it. Every, everywhere I turned, well, personally, I got, when I, on Shavuos, by the way, I do both dairy as well as meat. Is that, does, am I being excommunicated now? I don't know. I don't know what people do. It, I know I it's always It's a did dairy. mitzvah. You got I it. always did dairy. Um, have I ever had meat on Shavuos? Probably. I mean, personally, after a dairy meal, like, like two hours later, yeah. I'm hungry again. What, it doesn't fulfill you? No, for that, for that moment. There's nothing like meat. You know what I'm saying? You finish the meat meal. You could go. You finish. You finish a good chalent. You're good for like a week. You don't have to eat for a week. You eat a dairy meal. I mean, come on. You having a souffle? Yeah, I eat the souffle. I'm not okay. You know, a couple of hours later, I'm still hungry. But I'll tell you what. I'm going to make the shvuos. No, I'm not going to make it on shvuos. But I will add this. This uh, I saw one of these hacks. These food hacks. And uh, you are a food hack. <laughs> I love food hacks. <laughs> I love them. Uh, I'm a sucker for food hacks. I'm just saying, like a food hack is, uh, like I feel like that's what you would call somebody who can't cook. <laughs> you dumb food hack. No, I could cook, man. I, I could cook, but I like the hacks. So this hack was very interesting, and I'm going to try it. I wanted to try it. I wanted to try it uh, live, but it didn't happen. Here's the hack. You ready for it? You ready? Yeah, this is what you do. This is what you do. You take a bag of potato chips, your favorite potato chips. You with me so far? Yeah, it's pretty hard to get lost so far. <laughs> you take the bag, <laughs> make a little tiny hole, just let the air out, and then mash it. Mash those potato chips until they're really, really mashed. Put it in a bowl, add a little bit of water, then add a little milk. Mix, 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 mix. Salt, pepper, you could throw some chives in there. Mix it all up. I wish the people Heat could it. see my face right now. I don't know where this is going. Heat it over a stove yeah. for a short amount of time. You now have delicious mashed potatoes. Wait, what now? Yeah, yeah, mashed. Put milk in them? You, t- you take, yeah, you take the mashed potato chips, throw them into a bowl, not a bowl, throw them into a pot, a little bit of water, a little bit of milk. You could put heavy cream if you feel daring. Heavy cream makes everything better. So you're really mashing this like tight. It's a no, tight No, 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 no. You could have lumpy mashed potatoes. Chips. You could have lumpy mashed potatoes. Lumpy mashed potatoes are good. I don't mind lumpy mashed potatoes. It gives you a little, you know, a little something to chew on. But it's, I guess they're going to be soft. Are they mushy? They get mushy. Yeah, they... yeah but what, did you ever have mashed potatoes that weren't mushy? I don't know. I don't know if I'm convinced by this. I don't know. It's supposedly very good, and I'm going to try it to be continued <sighs> in the, the next. One. I think you're the, the next only one. podcast. I guess we have mothers that are listening to this, and they're going to make this. No, that's the beauty. Is you don't need mothers. This is this is a like man's dish. yeah. This is like a dorm room hack. All right, you know? kids, come come take a look at what daddy. No, up. should I tell you why I'm excited about this? Why? Because when I travel, sometimes I travel 
and you do not have readily you know, available wait, food. Wait, first of all, you know what would be super cool? If you can teach me how to make it in the potato chip bag. Mm-hmm. Then I have something I can just, no mess, no fuss. Okay. Just crunch it up in the bag. I got it. And then take it to go. I got it. Wow. Ziploc freezer bags. You could throw those in the microwave. Okay. You mash up the mashed potatoes. Imagine you're in a hotel room in the middle of uh, Norway. Okay. Norway. That's the first thing that came to mind. Norway. <laughs> You might have deeper problems if Norway is the first country to come to mind. There's a lot I don't know about you, apparently. (laughs) I'm in Norway. There's no kosher food anywhere. I get a bag of potato chips, okay? I pop it in the Ziploc. Very often, you could be in one of these... You're saying this is pre-prepared before you left. No, you can get kosher kosher potato chips. No, but you can't get kosher heavy cream or milk in Norway. You don't need the milk. You could just do it with water. water? Milk just makes everything better. Okay, so you're putting water and I, potato chips... I'm just... And it sounds like a disaster. No. Watery potato chips. No. And uh, you, you put the water... Didn't you ever make the uh, the quick... The, the You know, the... Instant. Instant mashed potatoes. Yes. All it is is water. It says on the box... You could add milk for an even richer taste. Experience. Yes, but you could just go with water. You throw the salt and pepper in, which you could easily find. You pop that, double wrap it, goes into the non-kosher microwave. You heat it up. Bingo, instant mashed potatoes. Now, you could make Shabbos on that. You know what I mean? You have a Shabbos dish right there. I think you're overshooting this, but... And I, I usually bring like the kosher beef jerky you, you with me when I travel. I, you throw the co- cut up the kosher beef jerky, the next throw it in the mashed do, potatoes. How delicious me, does that sound? In all seriousness, this the next time we sit down together, that's what you're serving. So yes, and you, but you have to eat it. People, you, to you're going to eat I'll it. Try it. There's nothing I won't you, try once. Okay. Okay. Not nothing. You did try there's the Kit Kat. I got you to try the yes, Kit Kat. There's few things. Very few things. <laughs> Kit Kat with ketchup. I won't try one time. Okay, I'm gonna hold you to it. I'm gonna hold your feet to the fire the on that way, one. You know how I, that's how I started to like tomatoes. A lot of people can't stomach tomatoes. Yes, I never liked tomatoes myself. Are you now really I love them. Now, right? I love them. Let me tell you how I tried tomatoes. I was in yeshiva back in the day, and also which yeshiva? Which yeshiva? Inquiring minds want to know. Nobody, no one's gonna to get to know. I'm in yeshiva back in the day, and I see Sky in my shear. He's like. I don't know, it was like Bana Starman, he's hanging out, and all of a sudden he picks up, I don't know, she just got a shipment of tomatoes. He picks up a tomato and just bites into it like an apple. That's disgusting. And I was like, what? My mind was blown. Blown. Yeah, that's... I was like, what is happening? And from that minute on, I said, this, I, I must be the one missing something. If this guy's biting into to a tomato like an apple, I'm the guy that is missing something. And then from that minute on, I just said, that's it. Tomatoes are going to happen. And you... Short while later, you bit I into, was in. No. I didn't bite into it like an apple like that, because I think that would be like too much of a shock for me, <sighs> for my system. But, but, but that's the event that led to the, you know... The breaking in of the tomato the for you. The breaking in of tomatoes for me. Oh, tomatoes are amazing. Yeah. Did you know that tomatoes are poisonous? No. They have a poison in them. They have nicotine in them, actually. Really? That's correct. No. They have a small amount. And you waited. You waited. You're not even trusting me. You waited all this time to tell me. (laughs) I I think I told it to you once. No, not on the cast. Definitely not. An average tomato has nicotine. Told you. And look, it's not a small concentration. What? It's seven point one to seven point three. That is insane. That's right. That is 
Okay, Maybe this all of our vapors and smokers. Maybe this guy was trying to kick the habit. That's why it was biting into it like an apple. <laughs> I'm tweaking. <laughs> Somebody give me a tomato. I'm dying over here. It started on like a Shabbos. <laughs> and he needed a cigarette. Wow, all you yeah. vapors and cigarette smokers, you don't need your Shabbos. All you need is a tomato. Yeah. That's amazing. Kick the crave. Kick the habit. <laughs> By the way, that is completely like a BuzzFeed article. Like kick the kick the kick smoking with tomatoes. Just one simple vegetable. I'm going home right now. I'm eating. What are you gonna do? You're gonna overdose yourself? Yeah, I'm gonna OD on tomatoes. Yeah, I'm gonna do it until I feel the until I feel the the, the nicotine hit. The buzz. Okay, it's that time of the day where I say this episode is going long. So we do all good things must come to an end. And with that, we do want to begin by wishing everybody a good Yantav. If you're hearing us after Yantav, we hope your Yantav was, was amazing. amazing. And we hope you didn't overdose on the cheesecake. But if you did, power to you. Uh, we also just want to say that our hearts are with Eretz Yisrael. Absolutely. And we, you know, we dive in for, the, for, for peace, for peace, for quick resolution. Um, visit us. Uh, you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. These All of our, our episodes are uploaded onto YouTube. Follow us. Subscribe on YouTube. And if this was a video, I'd be pointing like an idiot to some link that you should hit. <laughs> he is pointing. <laughs> you don't see it. You know that I now do. because it's in person. Um, send us an email. Hawk at KiddushClubPodcast.com. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. And just keep coming back. We'll be here every week. We hope you will too. And we have some surprises. We have some more interviews. And uh, the only way you're going to know about it is if you subscribe. So it's when- true. It's funny because the subs- the subscribers are the ones that reach out first. And like we didn't even release the episode on Twitter yet. And we, you know, the emails are coming in because these guys and the DMs are coming in because they're subscribed and they got it before anybody else. Uh, yep. So subscribe on whatever your platform of choice is. And we will see you next time. We are out. Have you tried the, uh, uh, you, know, you know Nisim Black, right? Yes. Have you tried, you know, he made a new whiskey called Hava. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm it's not kidding. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, that's, it's a real thing. He, Hava whiskey. Yeah, like Hava Nagila. Yes. Hava, Hava whiskey. Okay. That, that's a real thing. I feel like there's a joke. Okay. No, this is okay. No, we wouldn't. Jo- <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't joke about whiskey. <laughs> okay. <laughs>